And first off, Happy New Year. It is 2021. 2020 is in our rear view mirror. Not that we're out of the woods. You know, there's still a lot of things uh, that we have to deal with from that year. Um, but nonetheless, hopefully there is optimism in, in your perspective in terms of where we're headed. And this is my vlog where I kind of update you on my creative journey, my life, and things like that to provide specific tangible takeaways, um, inspiration, perhaps, uh, in your own creative endeavors, right? That's the intent of this. And so that's what I will do. Now, before I get into it, though, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It means a lot to me. So let's get into it, right? I think a good place to start is what are my 2021 intentions? Well, there's a number of things. Uh, number one, as far as friends and family go, I want to have more three-dimensional relationships. And what I mean by that is, you know, in, in the biggest sense, like, if I talk to somebody, rather than just talk about like, hey, how's it going? How's the weather? This and that. Really just get down to brass tacks and, and kind of get to the meat of a conversation, you know? Really, really be honest, be meaningful and, and, and whatnot, right? Rather than just neither of us saying anything really significant or meaningful that we don't want to be talking about, right? It's like if we're going to spend the time to talk and, and we, we enjoy each other's presence in whatever form that may be currently, Zoom, phone call, whatever, well then let's, let's act like it, right? Because that's, that's kind of a big thing of 2020 is, you know, uh, no tomorrow is guaranteed. And, you know, why don't we just make the most of our time here? And I think there's a way to do that. You know, one of, one of the ways I've always kind of maintained that is to work with my friends, right? Um, because then in that sense, we're doing something meaningful. We're creating art to this world and we're getting to hang out, right? So that to me is a, a good definition of three-dimensional relationship. And, you know, one of the things I'm curious, uh, you know, that, that I kind of encourage you is to look at what that, what that it means as far as for you. You know, if you have to define what is a three-dimensional relationship for you, what does that entail? You know, rather than just having continual surface level um, relationships. And not that you do, and not that I did either, but uh, but just I'm, I'm much more kind of conscious of it and aware of it. And so that's, that's what I'm trying to maintain. Uh, and there's, you know, there's kind of a couple of other things, but, um, but mainly the ones that would make sense to talk about. Uh, I'll just kind of give a list right now and, and, then, and then break it down a little bit is I want to update my nonfiction book, Master Mental Fortitude, which I put out in 2019. I want to, you know, now that uh, 20 Hindsight is in the rear view mirror, I think a lot of those lessons within that book still apply, but I've certainly matured and, and learned some new things. So I think it deserves a good little uh, little update. So I'm, I'm working on that. After that, uh, there's, there's new things that I want to write about. And so I want to, I want to put together a second book. Um, you know, I've always intended master mental fortitude to be kind of not just a one and done thing, but an ongoing sort of series, you know, much in the way that I do this. And so in that sense, I want to 
create volume two, you know, like it doesn't negate what's in volume one. Like they, they sort of work in tandem and build upon one another, you know, uh, and that's what I intend to do. In 2020, I finished up my coming of age novel. And so I kind of put a pause on querying agents and, and literary uh, publishing houses for the simple fact that 2020 was taxing on everyone. And one of the things that that I realized was, you know, right now those agents were very much trying to just get what they needed to done, both on a per- personal and professional level. And, you know, they, they were also had things that they had to deal with in terms of their clients. And I'm not saying that as far as like their clients being any difficult, but like, you know, when you know, in the year that we had, they had to kind of focus on that because that's what made sense, right? And so in, in that sense, my query letter presented new business. Fine, maybe an opportunity and things like that, but but just something at the moment that wasn't necessarily a top priority. They had to like, you know, like we all do, um, hunker down and, and whatnot. But now as we enter 2021, you know, uh, we've, the opportunity presents itself to, to kind of, we're all sort of finding our footing, hopefully. But, um, you know, now, now I think people are open to new business, you know? So that's a goal of mine. Uh, I want to finish up the, how I made my first feature film, uh, book, you know, if, if, You've never heard me talk about this. I want to talk. I want to do basically like a Robert Rodriguez style Rebel Without a Crew type book, you know, and just chronicling my journey, the lessons learned, and how I did things. And then the most creative and sort of ambitious one, in my opinion, is I want to maybe not necessarily finish my second feature film, but certainly at least have filmed it in 2021. So that is called In Search of Sunrise. And yeah, that's that that's kind of the, the big one, you know. Um, and speaking of that, so where I'm at with it currently is the script is being revised. You know, I've, I've done a few drafts at this point and, and continue to polish it further and further. And uh, kind of during the break, the holiday break, I was talking with my mentor, John Comerford, and he's, you know, we've essentially uh, created an updated outline of what we want things to be. And based off of that, I'm rewriting the script. And what we're doing is, you know, uh, basically breaking up into four chunks. So act one, then act two up until the mid midpoint, then the midpoint to act three, and then act three. And we're assessing you know, each one of those in those terms. So right now I'm in the midst of the second act going into the midpoint. I'm almost finished with that revision, but it, but it's been helpful in that way because we know the goalposts we need to hit. You know, we know based on the outline where we're going. And so we're able to, by kind of compartmentalizing it in this way, we're able to really make sure each of these parts works and builds upon the next so that way, when we get to the end, you know, it's it's a very good polished script, right? And I'm sure there'll be changes then. Um, there always are, but um, they're going to start to be more and more minor. Just like even these ones 
ultimately they're not um, they're not major changes. Uh, they're they're more just clarification on on certain plot points to make sure that they hit home. And so that's been a really exciting process and and whatnot. Um, one of the things that we're aiming to do is to film a three-minute segment of the film as a proof of concept. So and that as of right now, we're planning to do that on the weekend of January 22nd slash 20 and the 23rd. So that's a Saturday, Sunday. And we'll see, you know, uh, of course, it's all contingent on how things go. And, and certainly the, the biggest thing factor is COVID. But, um, you know, we're going to do it as safely as possible. Um, in this sense, everyone's going to get tested multiple times type of thing. Um, it's going to be a very low-key sh- shoot. So um, it, everything's going to be filmed against green screen. And my friend Khalil, he's going to help me set up and rig the lighting and so forth. And then it's essentially going to be me and one or two actors at most at any given point. So three people on set. So overall, keeping it very safe in that regard, or as safe as we can, right? While still being able to move forward. Um, And the good news is primarily it's going to be one per one actor at any given point. Um, and there's just a few interactions with multiple people and those will be kept short. They're just very quick interactions. So, you know, probably knock those out in like 30 minutes, um, which might sound like a lot, but, uh, in film terms, it's not. So, um, so looking forward to that and yeah, it, I think it, it'll be very interesting to see this come together. One of the, one of the things that I'm trying to do with it is keep it very bare bones. You know, this is like, in essence, a test to ourselves as well of can we pull this off uh, in, in the most, you know, like what's the least viable way we can pull this off? Because if we can pull it off for basically next to no money, then you know, we know we can do the film that way, right? And anything beyond that, well, it's a bonus, right? And so not that I necessarily want to do a film bare bones, but but if we can kind of do it, then then we know it can be done if push came to shove. So that that's encouraging. And so in that regard, that's that's the goal, right? And so hence why I mean part of the reason we're filming on green screen is um, for COVID reasons and, uh, you know, it just makes it easier rather than going to locations. And, you know, when you go to a location, you have to have like a location manager stay there with you and just so forth. Uh, it opens up the door for more people. So green screen shoot made the most sense. Um, the thing that I am going to be doing is I have to kind of go to some of these places and take photo references as the backgrounds. Um, so we can place that in, uh, one of the interesting parts of this, um, what's supposed to happen is um, there's a part, um, this is like in a very, without giving too much away, a, a, a simulated um, world. You know, this is, this is within like a simulation and kind of like there's supposed to be glitches like you would have in, let's say, a, a video game, something like that, right? When something goes wrong. And so there's this part where we see a lake and people swimming in the lake, and it's not not uh, correct. And you know, 
it being January and most like, first off in LA, there are real, no, no real lakes. Um, and certainly it's January, so they would be cold and things like that. And so, you know, my mind, one of the big things that I started thinking about was how do, how do we do this, you know? And what's, what's fun and crazy to me is once you really start kind of breaking it down, you can create solutions. And so as odd, odd as it might sound to even you, if you are a filmmaker, you know, my idea was like, let's film people pretending to swim. <laughs> um, and when I say swim, I don't mean like... Um, necessarily like actually swimming more just like you know they're just kind of keeping to the surface and just you you know using their arms um, to stay afloat type of thing and uh film that against the green screen and we'll fill it in with you know water later which might sound crazy but if if you've seen me talk about this movie first off you know that it's not a live action movie it's um going to be a rotoscope movie and so by even placing the water as kind of like a frame of reference it doesn't have to be perfect because again it's that's not the final visual the, the visual is going to be uh, filthy kind of animated right and secondly it's supposed to be a glitchy version of that so it, it in fact that sort of aspect of it works to the nature of what the story is trying to tell and so it is interesting to me in that sense when you really start breaking things down into their their little bits you know, you can, you can start to solve anything. And I call this, I call this like my Sin City film shoot because, you know, I'm filming people that are supposed to be interacting together, but I'm not filming them interacting, um, actually on set, you know, everyone's going to be separate. So if you're unfamiliar, Robert Rodriguez basically shot Sin City against the green screen. And, you know, he shot like entire scenes where people are moving and talking, but he never had them together or at least not, you know, certain people. And so, uh, I'm kind of doing my own version of that, and I, I look forward to that. Um, my sort of joke um, is like, if this works, it'll be a miracle. Um, and you know, it's a, it's an ambitious thing, but um, but I think it'll come together really well. And you know, I, if nothing else, I'm going to learn a lot. You know, um, it's a proof of concept, as I said, not just towards other for other people to see, but but for ourselves. Like, can we do this? And you know, one of the things that I'm going to be making is learning how to do reflective surfaces, meaning like this person initially starts off in like this void, but it's like, okay, you don't want to just have them in like just complete darkness. It's like, you know, you want to, you want to project the idea that there is a, a floor to this void that they're quote unquote standing on. So it's like, okay, well, can, can I take their image and reflect that? So it looks you know, like as if the, sh the floor perhaps is shiny, you know, and doing these certain things. So, uh, yeah, that'll kind of be cool. Um, one of the interesting things, so, you know, we want to have, we're, since we're going to be shooting this against the green screen, we want to have as much information as possible, meaning the resolution. And it would be amazing to shoot in 4K or even just 2K, but the camera I, you know, have and want to shoot on that, uh, that has really good quality is um, is my Blackmagic, which um, I have the older version, which is only the 1080p. Uh, so it's not a 2K and it's not a 4K, right? And so what I'm thinking, I'm, there's plenty of shots that I can do that I can cheat where, because again, it, it's against the green screen, I, I create the rest of the background. So it, 
and especially if it's one person at any given time, I can flip the camera horizontal. And so even though it's shooting 1080, I'm kind of cheating the resolution because I'm giving you know it more height and I'm not concerned about the width, right? And so in that regard, I, I buy myself quote unquote more resolution, right? So I'm gonna be sort of utilizing that trick and, and um, as much as I can. So, you know, the times that perhaps a person has to walk from, you know, let's say point A to point B, then yes, I have to use the, um, and let's say it's a profile shot, right? Specifically, if they're doing that, if they're walking across the screen, then yes, I, I sort of kind of have to um, do it that way now. Um, in theory, I could do it by putting them on, let's say, um, a treadmill, but um, but that becomes a little bit more elaborate, and I don't have that ability at the moment to be able to pull that off. Um, but that, you know, as I say that loud, that could be a possibility. It's just crazy enough to work um, if I really wanted to go that route. But um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, the point is of all of this. I'm a. I'm excited for this. B. Uh, like all things, once you really start kind of asking questions, very specific questions. You can start getting answers, and what seems impossible becomes possible. That's the fun part. And overall, the goal of this is to put it together, package it with other material, um, you know, the script, the budget, um, a pitch deck, things of that nature. I'm going to also do uh, kind of, I don't know, uh, almost like a pitch video where I talk about the story and so forth. Basically, all things that will that someone might want to see in order to invest in the movie. So that's what all this is for. Now, going into that, um, the big aspect that I'm kind of thinking about is, you know, do I, do I just basically give someone a percentage of this, uh, of like whatever the funds might be as like a finder's fee to really help package this thing together. And, and when I say package it, like I, I'm going to do the work, but like, you know, basically get their input as well of like, okay, no, change this, blah, blah, blah. And then, and then really going out and pounding the pavement, so to speak, to, to try to get funding for this. Um, and I have some people in mind. Um, so we'll see. And like, listen, you know, I could take a shot on myself and just do it, do it in that way. Um, which is still an option, but in my mind, I'm also like, you know what, let me, if I have a word for 2020, it's upgrade, meaning I want to elevate the things that I do and how I do them. And so, you know, having someone represent this piece of work is, is a form of upgrade for me. And so it's, it's a healthy exercise to go and try, you know, if, if, if no one bites or they're not interested or whatever, then no harm, no foul. I'll do it myself, but, um, but we'll kind of see. That'll be an interesting part. Um, the other kind of thing, um, that, uh, that I, that I was kind of listening to over the break was this idea of people either have reasons or they have results. And then this comes from Marie Forleo. And I thought about that because, yeah, I, the, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is the people who talk about doing something and, um, but just never do it. And sometimes people talk about doing something and then I'm like, okay, okay. And then they're surprised when, when like I take a first step towards doing the thing that we talked about 
It's like, oh, because it's a pride, you know, um, I don't, there are some people that just aren't used to, you know, I think, I, and I used to be this way, so I don't necessarily, I don't knock anyone, but like, you know, who talk about big grand visions, but don't necessarily take the steps towards it. And, you know, I became frustrated with myself whenever I would do that. And so now, you know, it's just in my perspective, A, to do those things and B, if there is a grand idea, you know, I don't miss, uh, you know, I write it down. I don't necessarily dismiss it if it's too grand for in the moment, you know, I, but, uh, but I write it down. So that way it's there. Um, if I ever need it, if I ever want it, if I want to revisit it, do it and so forth. But I also know like, you know what, maybe right now is not the, the right time to do it because I'm focused on X, Y, and Z. Um, but where it ties into results and reasons, I think it's a good question to ask ourselves whenever something's not going our way. Is it because we're given reasons why it's not going our way? Um, because if we're getting the results that we want, then, then it means we're doing it. But if, but if we have just a ton of reasons why that's not happening, um, yes, examine that. Um, but, uh, but ultimately overcome those reasons, right? Because the, the fact of the matter is there could be a no, any number of reasons why something shouldn't work or you, you shouldn't do something, right? I, I mean, there's so many reasons why this, my, my proof of concept could fail, right? But I'm going to go forward with it and try to get results, you know? And, and if there are shortcomings during certain parts, you know, then, then I will adjust and try to solve for the problem. You know, it's the only way to learn. And so, I mean, ultimately, that's what I'm most excited about with this, this, this shoot. So I'm going to learn so much. You know, these are, these are all things I've never done before. I mean, filmmaking, yes, and, and so forth on the surface, but, uh, but the specifics, the, the, these, are, these are new things. I filmed against green screen, but not to this degree, right? So very exciting stuff for me. Um, speaking of filmmaking, the, the, the one thing that I really was thinking about, because I'm, I'm helping a friend edit his movie, and there's certain things that I'm noticing uh, from the acting side, from the filming side, from the writing side, and, you know, all things that are, uh, you know, in the moment, you know, they're, they're all fixable, right? Ultimately, that's what editing is, is putting together and, and making things work. But one of the things I, I thought about was how very much so new artists, up and coming artists, and perhaps even like professional artists, um, they don't watch, I like, they don't watch the dailies. And I really think, you know, especially for someone brand new, especially someone still kind of learn, you know, even, even on the come up, really, in, in, in terms of filmmakers, really needs to watch the dailies. I don't care if you're an actor, if you're a producer, a director, a writer, a cinematographer, watch the dailies because it's, it's invaluable. You know, it's no different than, you know, it's, it's great as an athlete to... Um, to go to practice and do all that. But it, watching tape back of yourself, I mean, that becomes a whole nother thing. That, that, that elevates you to a new level. And so watching dailies is the equivalent of that for me in filmmaking terms. And so it's kind of very interesting, you know, I'm going to 
try to work with my friend to, you know, in a, in a gentle, kind way, um, to, to showcase some of the things I've noticed. So that way him and others, you know, that were part of it can learn and take that moving forward. And we can, you know, uh, take the movie that they have and, and continue to polish it and so forth. It's not like the things that I'm talking about it uh, in any way negate the movie, but um, certainly, you know, it's, it's like all things, you know, one of the reasons I'm at where I'm at is because people did this with me. And, you know, I was also blessed enough, you know, uh, I did spend a lot of time editing and that's how I learned a lot of these various things is because, you know, it's like reverse engineering things. And, you know, daily, watching the dailies just in general is a good component of that, you know. Uh, and so if, if you are in, in that way, um, you know, just, just think, the, the, watch dailies, yes, that's, that's kind of the takeaway. But even more so, just, just try to watch footage of yourself in general. In, you know, if you're kind of, even if you're a musician, right, watch footage of yourself performing, um, anything of that nature, right? A comedian, uh, you know, watch yourself performing jokes. All this stuff becomes very beneficial to your evolution. So take that to heart. Um, and that's kind of overall the, the majority of the creative stuff. Of course, there's other things, you know, I, um, the holiday break, you know, on a personal level was very interesting as I'm sure it was for most of you. Um, very different this year. Um, you know, not only did my, one of my dogs pass away before, uh, Christmas, um, one of my best friends, his dog passed away pretty much right after Christmas. So there was that, um, I did try to relax as much as I could. Um, you know, but, but, um, it was, I wouldn't say it was an enjoyable break in the traditional sense but it was restful and it was it was needed and so and, and it was good you know um i took I, I i made the most of what it was let's just put it that way and i hope you did too and overall you know i'm excited to continue moving forward um doesn't negate the hardships that have been or remain but you know all we can do is the best we can at any given moment so um yeah that's kind of uh, where I'm at currently, and uh, I'll continue to update, obviously, as things go by with new vlogs every week. Thank you for joining me. I hope you got something out of this. If you have any questions about anything, please just ask away. I will certainly be glad to answer it. You can do that in the comment section or hit me up on social media at Phil Svitek. Um, I appreciate you, and hope to see you next time.